So we were talking about the verbiage there. I can't get the trigger in line, but let's really open up our hearts to, to God's word and what he wants to minister to our hearts this morning. I thought you were going to pray for me. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Bless Sawyer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We'll keep my timer just in case. <laughs> For pastor, English, okay. Oh, past few days, people have been asking, oh, you're preaching. I was like, you're making me nervous. <laughs> no expectations. <laughs> Easy. Simple message, okay. Yeah. How many of you are expecting today? Yeah. <laughs> Jenny is expecting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the Bible says, you know, expect you know, Jesus to be born in you. Now you expect greater things, of course, but the most important thing is, you know, Jesus to be born as we renew our mind. I speak uh, five languages. I grew up speaking four languages and I learned the fifth language is English. My English is not so good, but I believe the Holy Spirit, the greatest communicator, will help me uh, reach what I'm trying to speak. Let me share a few funnies. <laughs> These are uh, bulletin bloopers. The uh, fasting and prayer conference includes meal. <laughs> the sermon this morning, Jesus walking on the water. The sermon tonight, searching for Jesus. <laughs> That's a good one. Ladies, don't forget the rummage sale. It's the chance to get rid of all of things keeping around, um, around your house. Bring your husbands. Smile at someone who is hard to love. Say hell to someone who don't care much about you. Okay, this is a good one. Th those of you who have children who don't know it, we have nursery downstairs. <laughs> you know, downstairs one day. <laughs> um, the, the bean supper will be held on um, Tuesday evening in the church hall. Music will follow. That, that's a good one. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't get this <laughs> the, um, <clears throat> the The Weight Watchers will meet at 7 p.m. at the First Pres Presbyterian Church. Please use the large double door entrance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Low Esteem Support Group will meet Thursday at 7 p.m. Please use the back door. This is a good uh, Joyful heart is a good medicine. Uh, emotionally healthy uh, this morning. Uh, is it working? Yeah. Uh, emotionally healthy. Uh, how many of 
you are emotionally healthy. Of course, everybody will say yes. Uh, here, um, God. Let's uh, let's um, let's see what kind of God um, lives. Um, what kind of life God enjoys. Um, in the beginning, God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're having a life, life of joy, happiness, fullness, love overflowing towards each other. The, the love of God is, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's contaminating. They, they just, the, the God cannot keep love to, uh, to himself. He has to share. So he said, let's make man in our own image so we can share, so he's, he can also experience our relationship, how we communion to each other. And, and, and God created this man. He, he invites this man to be part of this community. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and we became part of this through Adam. Uh, Adam did mess it up, um, but uh, but Jesus renewed it, renewed this relationship. Um, how did he do it? Uh, Romans, um, I'm just keep looking at the slide. It's coming. <laughs> okay, it's coming. Uh, for I am not ashamed of, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Uh, here, for it is, how many of you have received salvation? I see a few, yeah, there, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what does salvation mean according to your understanding? Let's have a pop-up or popcorn uh, response. What does it mean, salvation, to you? All answers are right, so don't be nervous, as I am. <laughs> yeah, salvation. Uh, the, the gospel is the power of God for salvation. We received this salvation. And, and what, how did we receive this? Through gospel. And that is the power of God towards this entrance of experience, the redeeming and right standing with God. And uh, the, uh, the next slide, the, the word, oh, what does that mean salvation? Oh, what we understand is the word salvation is interpreted to refer not only uh, to the forgiveness of sin, it includes that, but it's not limited to that. The word salvation is in the Greek is the word sozo. It, it literally means healing, deliverance, forgiveness of sin, prosperity, anything that Jesus 
died to produce. It's like Adam who entered into this relationship with God. The God who, was, who is experiencing this life of a Zoe life. And, and Adam entered into this. And Adam had this experience. The Zoe life of God, loving, giving, just being part of who God is. It's just so awesome in that, in that community. And Adam lost it. And Jesus has to redeem and bring it back to that that stage of come back, come into this communion, come, come back to the relationship with God of this uh, Zoe life, experiencing healthy relationship with God. Uh, it's the word, uh, it's the word uh, in James 5, is anyone among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. Actually, the word save is, is, a, is, is the word sozo. It's the word healing. He will heal the one who is sick, but they use the word, the same word in the Greek sozo. It literally translates to healing in a number of scriptures. The point that I'm I'm trying to make here is, is that we learn that when we use the word salvation, it's just limited to the, uh, the initial born again experience, the forgiveness of sin. But the word uh, sozo uh, in the Bible is, is the all-encompassing word that Jesus died to produce, that to bring into this relationship with God, to have this healthy emotionally loving and everything who God is that we can experience. So I, you can say the gospel is the power of God, salvation unto healing. It's the power of God for emotional health. It's the power of God unto prosperity. It's the power of God to heal your relationships. It's the power of God to give you vision Everything hinges on the word gospel. The word gospel means good news. Everybody know that. Which, 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 yeah, I'll come back. Actually, it, it's, it means more than that. Good news. We, are, we have a lot of Greek literature um, uh, outside of the Bible. They, in, the, in the Greek literature, the word gospel is used twice in, in all of existing Greek literature. Because the word gospel in the Greek literature is an obscure word. It means it's true. Uh, it means the word gospel means such good news. It is too good or nearly too good to be true news. So they, they don't use it. So the gospel is too good to be true news about Jesus. So prior to Jesus, nothing was too good. Everything had a, had a bad side to it. Um, but when Jesus came, um, they took this uh, obscure word. Uh, that hardly ever used. And it became the dominant word to describe 
what Jesus did. Because what Jesus did is too good to be true news. Man. So what is this gospel? What is this true good to be true, true news? That which is the power of God for your healing. This, this true good to be true news is the power of God for, for, for prosperity. I'm not, I'm, I'm just explaining everything. The, the salvation is the word, is everything what Jesus died for. Not just for your forgiveness of sin, but everything. Oh, yeah. The, the gospel, the true good to be true news is specifically talking about how you receive from God, which is the power of God for salvation. Um, Acts chapter uh, 20, 24, uh, it, Paul had this minister, a minister's conference in Ephesus. Uh, he says, but I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if I only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel is about the grace of this true good news is the grace of God towards us. We have heard this word too many times as a, as a Christian. It's like, yeah, I heard that. It's, it's not a big deal. It's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it's like this revelation is like, you're walking in the middle of the street and you got hit by a truck. And it's like, whoa, that is the revelation will bring you to this experience of God. This is big. Because it's free. And you don't have to do anything for that. And the next, but as a believer, I, I, I'm. No, I'm, I'm trying to build this, uh, no, put these dots and trying to connect this. As a believer, uh, I'm talking about myself. Uh, I grew up in a, I, I grew up in a, I grew up as a Hindu and I became a believer when I was 24 and uh, I was a very legalistic guy and, uh, and all I believed was I need to work hard to be holy to so experience God's power in my life. I need to pray harder. I need to, I need to uh, fast so that God can hear my prayer. Here, the next slide. Uh, yeah, grace is unearned. You, you, you don't have to do anything. You, did do, you didn't do anything to earn this. Grace, unmerited favor, undeserved. The next slide. God's power is not equal to Jesus, what Jesus did, and you, right? But we, I grew up you know, in this Christian life of being I and Jesus, God answered prayer. I worked hard. If you can, does anybody relate to this? You know, just me, just crazy guy, you know. Yep. So, as a believer, we we hop on this treadmill of of performance of receiving from God. How did you receive salvation? Salvation, we just hold on to. Oh yeah, God forgive me. So, 
No, beyond this, God gave everything so that he, we can come into this union with God. And Jesus said, I have come to give you life, life of abundance. Oh, I'm a Christian. That means I need to be poor and I need to go through this persecution. It's like, yes, we are. We have challenges. But God has called us to a greater purpose. We are the citizens of heaven. It's not a big deal. We heard it too many times. It doesn't make, <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense sometimes, you know. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. If, if I say, uh, God heals you, before that I would say this, do you think God can raise the dead people with his power? If I say God heals today, you will believe and excited about it. You believe God can raise the dead people. If anyone falls dead right here, nobody here, God forbid. And if I say, you come and pray, for this dead person. You know, none of us doubt that God can do it. None of us doubt that God can raise it. Yes, we believe that. I'm trying to help you to understand the, the, the problem of how we think, how we perceive God. The problem isn't that we doubt God can do it. We doubt that God will do it through me. I'm not worthy for this. Because that's what we believe that we got to be worthy. We got to be holy and God won't use the uh, dirty vessel. I want you to know that God had gotten any other vessel to use. We are, we are in varying degree of being dirty. God will use the weak things of the world but we tie God's power and ability uh, to a person's holiness. God answers prayer not because we deserve it. The truth is none of us deserve anything from God, to be honest. We deserve hell. I don't know how it is, but the Bible says it's really bad. I don't want to go there. <laughs> this has so many uh, benefits once you understand this. God, I did it for you. You don't have to go through it. So, I'm not saying you don't have to pray. No, I'm saying the attitude of your heart, where your heart is, that this prayer, if I only, uh, that I, I need to perform, then only God will. That, that's where I'm trying to deal with. To, today, we, oh, this is a joke. Anyway, I'm going to say this. Oh, there is a dam that's going to overflow and there's going to flood the Manhattan and everybody are growing crazy and they want to move away and my wife is freaking out. I was like, no, in Jesus' name, no flood. That's, that's my heart. <laughs> I, don't believe, I don't care what people believe. Let's, let's prepare for ourselves. But I believe what I believe. I believe Jesus. <clears throat> and the flood didn't happen. And even, you don't believe this, if I, um, you know the guy called Elijah, he prayed, it won't rain for three years, and it didn't rain. He's a simple guy, just like us. It happened. It's what you believe. 
What you don't know will kill you. <laughs> what you don't know will kill you, as your Jonathan was saying this morning in the prayer group, that they were in the Juneteenth, where in the South they, they, they were slaves, you know. They, they didn't know. They, were, they are free. They, they were stuck in this. So what we don't know will keep us as slaves. Um, yeah. Uh, just uh, want to play this short video. your spirit is like, 
then you have to go to God's word to find it out. You can't just go by an emotion, by some type of perception. You have to go to God's word. Here's another passage of scripture in James chapter 1, and in verse 23 it says, For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. This is talking about a mirror. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, talking about God's word, specifically the revelation of the gospel, and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful here, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. This passage of scripture is likening the Bible unto a mirror that you look in to see your spiritual face, to see what you are in the spirit. You with your eyes have never looked directly into your face. You've always looked at a reflection or a representation, but you've gotten to where you trust that. Well, the Word of God is a perfect reflection of what spiritual truth is. You can't sit there and say, well, I think that, you know, all my mascara is on and that my face is fixed, my hair is combed, and I'm ready to go. You can't go by how you feel. You have to go look in that mirror, and then you trust what you see. Well, it's the same thing with the Word of God. The Word of God gives you a perfect picture of who you are in your spirit. And it's the only way. So it kind of gives a better understanding of this uh, spirit, soul, and body. So it's like we are saved. We have received the salvation. Where do you see now? In the, in, the, in the spirit. In the spirit, we are perfect as Jesus is. In my spirit, I am holy and righteous. The word of God brings so many truths. So uh, bringing the, connecting these dots, you know, the, the, in the beginning, the, the Zoe life of God, and God wants to experience us, this, 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 the presence of God, this communion with God, and communion with people, and we lost it, and Jesus redeemed it for us. And we say, salvation, I'm not just forgiven, I'm healed. I have this relationship with God. Where I can call Abba Father. Everything Jesus died for has been done 2,000 years ago. I don't have to run or hop on this treadmill and try to perform and try to get something from God. All we have to is how, does, how do we receive salvation? By believing. It's very simple. By believing. Today, as a, as the, today, uh, John has asked me to more uh, specifically talk about the, uh, the, the practicing the presence of God, and how, how we use the word of God, how to meditate the word of God. And here, as we understand, God has already done it for, did it for you in, in your spirit, all, you know, the, we see that mirror, or the, the soul has to look at this mirror of the word of God and receive it. God's word and the presence of God goes together. It's like a, <coughs> it's like a, it's like a, uh, here is the radio signals, the, uh, the uh, secret Russian communication happening right here and they're planning to take over America. <laughs> and I, nobody believes it when I say, 
Well, uh, let me prove it. I will take a radio and I say I tune it to the right frequency. I was like, hear it there. Russians are coming here. <laughs> Something like that. No. So, yes, right? We hear the FM. It's right here. The frequency, all kinds of frequency are there. The presence of God is right here. And you don't feel it. Because our what we, you know, I was saying, what we believe is what we experience. What we don't believe, we don't. The word of God helps us to get go there, experience that. Um, the, yeah. John, uh, no, John. Ephesians 3.13. Yeah. The, that Christ may make his home in your hearts through your faith. Through your faith, how do, how do we receive faith? Faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. As we feed the word of God to our soul, to our will, to our, our, our thought, to our mind, keep meditating on it. That's the faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of The Christ may make his home. Where? You know, as we see this uh, three guys, uh, the body, the, the soul, and the spirit, Christ is here in, in our spirit, so full of Christ, full of Holy Ghost, full of Holy Spirit. And here, my soul has to look at this mirror and believe, yes, I have, I have it. And to prove that is the word of God. And as I believe the word of God, I receive it and I experience the presence of God. Colossians uh, chapter 1, 27. Uh, God, in his eternal plan, chose to make known to them how great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in and among you, the hope and guarantee of the glory. Um, this, uh, you know, the, the practicing the presence of God or experience with the God, the healing or anything that you are expecting this morning is right here in view. It says, the, the last one, which is Christ in and among you, the hope of glory. This is the mystery that we don't have to search for God somewhere. It is right, he is right here in and among us. As we take this word of God, the word of God says, I'm blessed. Uh, the word of God says, I walk in the spirit of the Lord. God has anointed me to heal the sick, to raise the dead, and to cast the demons out. The God, the word, God, our word says, God is my strength and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The word of God says, I am a victor. I stand there. It's like speaking to your soul. The soul has to, it's like a vow, like it allows to flow the God's presence into our physical experience. Sometimes we don't feel happy. God's word says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I hold on to that truth. And the truth enables me to experience. Um, a few days ago, I was talking to Tom, and Tom said, you know, in the morning, he said, if uh, he has challenges, getting up and thinking, a lot of things happening. The first thing he does is, like he said, like, I take the word, and I read the word, and it, it encourages me, I'm ready for the day. It's like, yes, that's what I'm, I'm going to preach this week. Uh, yes. 
uh, the next verse, uh, Isaiah 26.3. You will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character, because he trusts and takes refuge in you. How do I take refuge in God with whom I don't see? Because God is a spirit. I don't see. But I take refuge. Isaiah says, I take refuge in him. How? By speaking the word, by believing God is here, God is in me, by speaking and taking hold of the truth. Um, yeah, let's connecting the dots. If I lost, lost you in the middle of summer, um, here, let's go back to the beginning. Before the heavens and earth were made, um, Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit experienced this wonderful life. And here God calls you, come, come into this presence. To experience the fullness, if if the if the, if God wanted to make uh, somebody lower than that, hey, come, just be lower than us. But He doesn't say, let's create a man who is lower, you know, something a little bit tiny and not so. <laughs> but God said, let's let us make man in our image. He's God is a spirit. In his in this Zoe life that he can experience the fullness of who we are that he can become a part as a family. So here, as we stand here, as, you know, as we are here, um, we are going through different seasons of life. As this, this season is emotional, healthy life, and uh, uh, experience God's presence and all these teachings, this bringing back to this thought, it is here, it is available for you. The, 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 your choice is you need to choose you need to choose this the word of God and say I, I have it I believe in it because it is in me Philippians 4 8 finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. You know, taking the word of God and meditating on it, and bringing to your mind and believing is that's where the you experience the the the, the flow of God in you and the experiencing the presence of God. Uh, th this morning, anybody don't feel the presence of God? <laughs> no, I don't feel. Nobody feels the presence of God immediately when we go through challenges. But we believe God is here. It's a choice you need to make. Um, let's take a time. Let's take a time to, to be in his presence. Um, you know, God's, God is speaking. How many of you believe God is speaking? The, the Bible says, my sheep hears my voice. The question is, are you his sheep? <laughs> my sheep hears his voice. We all are hearing God's voice this morning. 
uh, in James 12, 28, 29. Uh, Father, Jesus is praying, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I, I have glorified you and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said, that is, that it had thunder. Others said an angel spoke to him. Now we hear thunders and <laughs> noises. God is speaking. And Jesus said, hey, this is not for me, this is for you. The people heard, everybody heard the voice of God that day when God said, this is, this is my son and I will glorify him again. Everybody heard it, but they heard, oh, it's thunder. No, th this morning, I, I, God is speaking to you as you choose to hear. Now many times I hear God's voice. Um, first thing God says is, be strong and courageous. I was like, yeah, I've been saying that all this year, the whole year. That's, that's why I've been praying about it. Why the first thing God says is, be strong and courageous. And I was like, God, why, why, why do you have to say every time the same thing? Because that's where you're lacking. <laughs> no, we, we all, you know, when God says, you know, we don't want to hear certain things, but God is speaking this morning. Mm. Um, I wanted to take this time, you know, take this time to hear God's voice and experience. See, he is here. You know, I, I can't say anything much about this, how to experience God's presence because God is here. All you have to do is choose to believe according to the word of God. The word of God says, my God is my shield and my stronghold. We'll just allow this time to God speak to you. And, and after, a, 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 after a minute, we believe God will speak. And also, if anybody um, uh, has a ear, if you hear God's voice, you can share a few thoughts what God is speaking. Amen. Let's see. Anybody have thoughts? Put it on the spotlight. You want to share? Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody? It's okay. It's okay. God, God is speaking as we pr choose to practice. Those who want to share more sharing, you know, if they, you know, she was sitting with some of uh, somebody as friends or, you know. Oh, the mic is not working. Oh, the, the share was saying one day, they, uh, so she was ministering to somebody and she believed, you know, God is, God will, God will speak to you if you believe. And this uh, person who is not a believer and this, that's, that's right, he's not a believer, and they start to hear God's voice and, uh, and start coming and telling her that God's speaking to her. So God is speaking. It's easier for an unbeliever to hear God's voice. I'll tell you, I was an unbeliever, and God, one day God spoke to me. I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, God will, for us, we, we have this religious mentality. Oh, God won't speak to me because I'm not in these areas, I'm struggling. God sees you as he sees Jesus. 
Now hold on to this. God sees you as he sees Jesus. The, is, the enemy will point out your mistakes, your past and challenges and you went through. But your challenges, God sees you as he sees Jesus. And he is speaking to you this morning. You know? you know, hold on to that. That, that will change your life. Take, take off this log from your shoulder. And Jesus says, all who are weary and burdened, come and I will give you rest. Take my yoke. My, it is easy and light. Amen. No. God is good and merciful this morning. God is kind and he calls you into this, into this relationship as, as we are just taking the time to uh, a communion this morning, uh, you know, the elements. It's a symbol, symbolism, but it's more than that. It's Jesus died for this relationship. God gave the best of heaven to prove how much he loves you. How much he loves you. He gave the best of heaven, Jesus, on the cross to prove how much he loves you. This, this, hold on to this, this will change your life on how you think who God is in your life. Um, just uh, as we take this time to communion, uh, uh, calling, calling you into this relationship, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, this the Zoe life of God, of healthy relationship and healing and everything available. Being a part of this community, um, yeah. The music team can come over. And, uh, oh, it's only twelve o'clock. The music team will come over. My voice uh, and uh, will lead the worship, and uh, we'll take time. Uh, you know, the 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 word of God is uh, speaking this morning and um, to you. And uh, one of the thought I want to share is, hey, you are healed. You are made whole. And God is in your presence, in you and among you, as uh, remembering his uh, faithfulness to you, even though we are not faithless. Uh, I mean, we are faithless. He is faithful. Uh, yeah. That's it. I'm done. to say those things.